0: And welcome once again to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. My friends, if you're left, you're just a right. It's not just a title of a podcast, it's a way of life, my friends. It's the way to the truth that will set you free. That's right. Uh, here we go, my friends. Uh, I was gonna ask for money on this one, but I'm not. But just you can become a monthly subscriber to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. There are some options there on Spotify. Um, again, just, uh, if you do, God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, and if you don't, I'm not going to call you names unless I find out you're donating to other podcasts, then I'm going to get mad and all jealous and stuff and envious. And that's not a pretty picture. Uh, let me see, my friends. Let's start out in the scatter shooting Wednesday, hump day, if you will. Um, Peter Thiel, or Peter Thiel, maybe. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is right off the bat, but he's a uh, what they call a mega donor. In other words, he's filthy, freaking rich, and he gives a lot of money, typically to Republicans. But he is not going to fund any candidates in uh, the 2024 race, uh, sources claim. Uh, from Anna Tong of the Alexander, Alexandra Ulmer and Jeffrey Daston. Uh, Those three individuals wrote this. Uh, San Francisco, beer Reuters, tech billionaire and Republican megadonor Peter Thiel, and early backer of former President uh, Donald Trump, who later broke with him. Who hasn't? Who hasn't, really? Does Trump have a friend for like, more than five days? Anyone? The great hates him. Hate some more. Oh, they're great again. Even greater. Uh, now he doesn't like them so much. Who knows? Who knows? Dysfunctional. <laughs> I thought I was bad at relationships. Uh, he's told associates Mr. Teal has he is not planning to donate to any political candidates in 2024, according to two people close to the businessman. He's unhappy with the Republican Party focus on hot-button U.S. cultural issues uh, said one of the sources, a business associate citing abortion and restrictions on which trans uh, bathrooms transgender students can use in schools are two examples. So Mr. Teal, whatever we don't don't know about him we do know he doesn't love babies and we know that uh, he thinks gender is meaningless. So I don't know if uh, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to not give money if he chooses his business. Free country, my friend. Do what you want. Um, but I think there's a lot of other issues uh, that a billionaire would see that Republicans are better than Democrats as far as, well, Democrats give away a lot of stuff. They don't say that. They say they're taxing the rich more or taxing them at uh, uh, to make things fair, equity and equality and all of that. But really... They suck up to rich guys too. So Peter Teal, instead of giving money to to the parties, either party, typically you give Republican, why don't you become a monthly subscriber to the Daily Gator Daily Thought? Do it for just a year to try it out and do a moderate amount, like a thousand bucks a month or something. Oh well, hell, you're rich. Do it for five thousand a month. Come on, Mr. Teal. I will not let you down. I will always entertain you. And let's move on to something else, my friends. Uh, A famous person died recently. Harry Belafonte. He was 96. He, uh, uh, I believe he was born in uh, Jamaica, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I think it's Jamaica he was born in. Uh, But he was a, no, he was not. It was New York City, actually. Uh, but he was a big fan. The left is, is crying and moaning, and what an icon, what a heroic civil rights warrior he was. And he may have been in back in the day when there was actual discrimination. Uh, but later in life, I looked at him and, and saw a communist idiot who supported Castro heavily. He couldn't give Castro enough tongue bath. So I, I'm not celebrating the man's passing. I think that would be wrong for anyone to do. Uh, But I'm not going to call Harry Belafonte a hero or anything else. Uh, Because when you support Castro or any communist, you're supporting genocide. You're supporting stripping people of all their rights. You're supporting forcing people to vote certain ways, if you allow them to vote at all. Uh, You're squelching their freedom of speech and protest. You're taking away their right to keep and bear arms, to defend themselves, to determine the path of their own lives, ultimately where where they live, what they can eat, what they can buy, what kind of everything. You know, the left loves to say, well, Cuba, Castro, everyone could read. Yeah, and guess what? The government could tell them what not to and what to read. So that's basically will make you uh, will make you literate, but you won't be able to just make any decisions as to what you read or what you want to read or what you don't want to read. You'll do as you're told because you're a slave to the state. So I uh, hope you're in a better place, Mr. Belafonte. I hope you rejected the evils of communism before you passed and condolences to his family. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. Uh, But I don't really celebrate when when noted communists pass away. Uh, Let me see. What else we got here? Let's go to Gwinnett County, Georgia. A good deal of my family. Grandmother's side of the family. Grandfather's side of the family. came from uh, uh, Forsyth County, Gwinnett County, north of Atlanta. Uh, Beautiful country. Uh, But they came from that area. And there's news from Gwinnett County, Georgia. There's a middle schooler there who is in heap big trouble. Mucho trouble. I got mucho troubles, man. Okay, I, I am in the, the, the pot with the, the, how do you say? I'm in a shithole place. He's in a shithole place because uh, the middle schooler is, is uh, facing some disciplinary actions and criminal charges. He was found with drugs at a school on Tuesday, but that's not all he was found with. He was also found with a gun. So I don't know what he had planned. I don't know people were bullying him, thought he had to protect himself, whatever. Kids, never take a gun to school. Ever, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And liberals, stop whining about guns, like guns cause crime or cause problems. They're inanimate objects, you know. Kind of like Democrat voters. And understand, Democrats, that until you start allowing more people to guard our children at school every mass shooter that goes into a school you got a lot more blood on your hands you because the liberals always oppose this armed security police they always oppose that stuff so the blood if there's any blood on anyone's hand except the shooter look in the mirror leftists look in the mirror but again, let's uh, look in letters sent to, in a letter sent to parents, trickem that's a good name for a middle school, Trichum. Uh trickem if you got them. Trichum Middle School Principal Ryan Queen uh, says a staff member was concerned that a student had marijuana, old pot, the old wacky tobacco, the left-handed cigarette. Marijuana was bad. Drinks were bad. Marijuana was bad. Uh, For A few fans of South Park, which I am a fan of South Park. Administrators pulled the student aside, searched the backpack, and look what they would found. They found that evil marijuana and an unloaded handgun. Well, it was unloaded, so I'm thinking he was taking it to show off, uh, taking it maybe to, to try to be cool or to... Uh, who knows it was a 14 year old kid who smokes pot he's not the smartest person around Uh, i hope the kid goes in a different direction from here on out i'm glad there was nothing bad that happened uh and whoever allowed a 14 year old to take a gun to school if he got it from his parents or something you got to be responsible with your firearm okay by, by golly, raise your kids, teach them gun safety, teach them how to shoot, teach them how to clean guns, load guns, unload guns, how to be safe with 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 guns, and finally, how to be safe with guns, because that's the most important thing. I had a, I had a grand, two grandfathers uh, and a, a father who actually, yeah, taught me about gun safety. And I had other fathers around in my life, you know, friends' fathers and stuff that that were responsible. Uh, took me to the gun range sometimes with them and, and their sons or their daughters. So I was surrounded by a lot of people who, who really preached gun safety. And the importance of being responsible with a gun. And, you know, I mean, it was that was rule number one. Rule number one. You never point that thing at anything you don't want to kill. Uh, number two, keep your damn finger off the damn trigger until you're ready to shoot the damn target. Always keep the gun pointed in the safe, safe direction. And when you do aim to fire, make sure there's nothing behind, beside, uh, right in front of the target you're shooting. Make sure the target's clear. Very simple four rules. Uh, I hope this young man learns from this. And not that guns are bad, but that guns are a tool, and you have to be safe with them. You have to be safe with any tool. If you don't believe me, ask anyone who's ever swung a hammer very much in their life. And then ask their thumb how it felt about hammer safety. But when you shoot a gun and have an accident, you're, it's a hell of a lot worse than a hammer hitting your thumb. Uh, so that was in Gwinnett County, Georgia. Um, police have not identified the student, have not commented on what charges could be coming Uh, let me see the police said I would like to take the opportunity to thank the staff member who came forward and reported their concerns to the administration this allowed administrators and school police to investigate quickly and avoid potentially dangerous situation well enough of that blah 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 but seriously no guns at school kids do not do it and liberals Get off your ass and start hardening schools. Period. If you don't, you're nothing but a moral reprobate. Now, let me see. Do you know Dave Hollis? Ever heard of Dave Hollis? No? Me neither. Well, anyway, Dave Hollis is, uh, well, he's no longer with us. He was a former Disney executive. He passed away at the age of 47. That's too young. Very sorry to his family. Uh, former Disney exec, Dave Hollis, died from, and this is what I talked about yesterday, fentanyl, drugs. How many Americans die? Number one killer in America. I believe it's approaching numbers where gun deaths and, and car wrecks combined don't match fentanyl. If it's not above them yet, it will be far ahead of them in years to come. Uh, but he died from the toxic effects of cocaine, Don't do cocaine. It's bad. Ethanol and fentanyl. An autopsy report found uh, Hollis, 47, died at his home in Dripping Springs, Texas on February the 12th. The Travis County Medical Examiner's Office declared the death accidental. Um, uh, He had some heart problems before that were contributing factors, uh, along with a history of depression and drug and alcohol use. Generally, people have those, th- the mental, the, the uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, the drug and alcohol abuse, along with depression, a lot of those people end up deliberately or not taking their own life. And it's uh, incredibly sad, incredibly sad. Uh, rest in peace to Mr. Hollis and, and God bless his family, those who cared about him. And people, just stay away. From certain drugs. Okay, you want to get drink too many beers, you're probably not going to die from that unless you go way into excess. Drugs, cocaine, especially fentanyl. You start screwing around with fentanyl, you're playing with your life. And basically, the odds aren't good you're going to make it if you continue to do that. Stop now. And to the U.S. government, get serious about our border and controlling the fentanyl. Flooding into this country. Did you hear that, President Mumbles? See if you can try to accomplish that. Or hire somebody that can. Somebody who's not a left-wing Democrat. Preferably, that would be a good move. And Tara Davis-Woodhall. She is national champion. She's a national champion and the, a uh, United States long jumper. Uh, but actually, she's a former US long jumping champion because she was stripped of her crown, her title, her victory, her glory, her, all her efforts gone to naught. And why? Why? Well, she won the title on uh, February 17th at the 2023 USATF Indoor Championships. Uh, but Tara Davis woodhall has been stripped of that national title and suspended for one month after testing positive for cannabis, Mary Jane, weed, pot. Uh, it, I, I'm sorry, you're an elite level athlete, obviously. You understand the rules. You know the rules. The rules may be stupid. I may oppose them. I may not support them. The hundred million people may not support them. But it doesn't matter. Those are the damn rules. Yet you break the rules and you get popped. All that work, all that training, all that effort, all that blood, sweat, and tears you put in. What a hell of a person it takes to commit themselves to that and carry it through. And yet, Tara Davis woodhall threw it all away. Because she couldn't leave the, the weed alone. Uh you know, I, I don't like the rule necessarily. But but man, if you know the rules there, you're gonna put all this other effort into getting what she got, what she earned, and you're gonna piss it all away for a few tokes, a few hit off a few hits off the pipe. Come on man, come on seriously uh, the U.S anti-doping agency announced on Tuesday made this announcement on Tuesday. Uh, Davis Woodhall who is 23 won the now revoked title at the 2023 again US ATF indoor championships. in a statement the agency said Davis Woodhall's drug test uh, from the competition found properties of cannabis which typically results in a three-month in- ineligibility period. The Arkansas native was able to reduce her suspension just one month, which began on March 21st, and has since been completed because her use of cannabis occurred out of competition and was unrelated to sports performance, the agency said. I will say this. And some conservatives may get mad at me. I don't really care. Um, enough people get mad at me every day, so what the hell. At least I have a diverse group getting mad at me. I'm reaching out. I'm pissing off all kind of people. I should win a, a UN award for that or something. Uh, equal offender of the year or something. Uh, but it was unrelated to sport performance. Look, if if the drug use doesn't occur during the meat doesn't have any effect on the performance, and you would think smoking pot would make you not faster but slower, I don't know, but then it really shouldn't, you shouldn't strip titles from people. I don't care if people smoke pot. I know, I know, I know, but I don't care if people smoke pot. I care people, if people get stoned and drive, but no more, I don't get any angry at them than the idiot that drinks eight beers and he gets in his Cadillac or the moron who drinks, you know, seven shots of uh, bourbon and, or, you know, seven crown and sevens and gets in his truck or car or her, car i don't feel badly for them you got to be responsible people got to be responsible and i think these rules will probably change over time uh and again one side is you think man you go through all this don't you have the discipline to lay off the damn weed and otherwise you think you know it's it really didn't help or hurt the performance don't punish the athlete i'm i'm torn there i admit I guess I have a split personality, but don't worry, both my personalities are smarter than anyone else you're going to hear on the radio today, uh, or a podcast today, except for a couple people, Dennis Prager, uh, Dana Lash, who really should follow me on Twitter. I keep, I, I tried and tried, her husband Chris follows me. I just named her one of the three people that could possibly replace Tucker Carlson and do a good job, Dana Lash, along with the lovely Katie Pavlich. And so it wouldn't be just all women who are really pretty. I let Kurt Schlichter have a shot there too, and I think he'd be great too. But come on, Dana, follow me on Twitter. I don't ask much. I don't ask much. But maybe I'll make that my mission in life. I don't know. But in all truth, the best talk radio show out there is Dana Lash. She's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, great voice, good sense of humor, variety of topics, and she is spot on, uh, almost as much as me. Okay, as much as me, it's equality day here, my friends. Uh, but hi, Dana. God bless you. You're doing doing very good work, and. Uh, uh, very impressed with you. Keep it up, my dear. Keep it up. How about Mexico? Something bad happened in Mexico. Authorities found something uh, really bad that happened in Mexico. Uh, around Cancun, a Cancun resort. In fact, in a Cancun resort. And I've been on a cruise ship a few times. Went to Cancun and Cozumel. We stopped both places. Swim with the Dolphins in Cozumel. Uh, lots of uh, iguanas running around. It's a really cool place. Beautiful water. Gorgeous water. Swim with the Dolphins is awesome. And the apparently the cartels now are, they, they kind of, you felt safe when you went to Cancun, Cozumel. They kind of let those areas be. But apparently, uh, well, Fox News says that uh, Cancun Resort was where the bodies were found, and apparently drug cartel violence is raging now. Uh, story, Story by Lawrence Richard. The bodies of eight people were found dumped in the Mexican resort of Cancun, one of the country's most popular tourism destinations, authorities said Tuesday. The bodies were discovered over the weekend about 10 miles from Cancun's beach and hotel zone, so it wasn't found right in the where the tourists go. Headline was misleading. Come on, Fox. You fire Tucker Carlson. You don't pay Dan Bongino. You lose your two most talented people, not named Katie Pavlich and, or Greg Gutfeld, and you screw up the facts. Come on, Fox. You're falling apart on me. Come on. Uh, but police launched a coordinated effort to search for missing people in wooded lots, even sinkhole ponds, also known as cenotes. Uh, Mexican authorities said Oscar Montes de Oca, who is the head prosecutor of the Caribbean coast and st- uh, coast state of Quintana Roo, uh, said five of the bodies were found at an abandoned uh, construction site. Three were subsequently identified as previously reported missing people. Three sets of skeletal remains were discovered at a separate site in a wooded area on the outskirts of Cancun, near a poor neighborhood, close to the resort's airport. Authorities said they have not yet been identified. But uh, cartels very bad people. They're evil. They, they are as evil as Al-Qaeda or Hezbollah or Hamas or any other terrorist group. Uh, and if I were president with all the fentanyl, the border, a lot would change. But I would get together with law enforcement. I would get together with military. And I'd say, how do we, how do, wh- anything's on the table as far as I'm concerned as your president. But how do we hit cartels very hard? Should the military do it? Can the police do it? Whatever it takes to stop the fentanyl and other garbage and human trafficking with our border it needs to stop. That'd be one of my number, one of my top priorities were I elected president. But I'm not going to be elected because I'm not running. And if I were, Trump would just call me bad names and I'd have to go tell him to well. Do the initials FO mean anything? I think I'd be entertaining running against Trump. I I do. I think I would be a guy who did who didn't take the high road. I would go right back at him. I would. I think it'd be kind of funny sometimes. That'd be we should do that. Play play a uh, a punk on uh, a presidential candidate, and just go right back at him. But who knows? I'll never get the opportunity. But I should. I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, maybe it's best to stay out of Mexico. That's been my policy. I haven't been for over twenty years now, and I will never go back to Mexico again. And that's sad because it's is a incredibly gorgeous country. We should have been smart in 1848. We should have said, you know what? We're taking the whole country, amigos. You'll be better off. We'll be better off. We'll have a much smaller border to defend on our south. And uh, that would have been better. Everyone would be better off today. But no, no. Manifet, manifest destiny is evil, they say. Uh, let me see what else we got going here. Uh, blue states—that is, Democrat states, liberal state, leftist states, uh, states with a lot of stupid people who vote for Democrats. Uh, cosmetic to critical—that's the name of this piece. San Diego, uh, San Diego Union Tribune. Blue states are helping trans health coverage. Now, what do they mean by health coverage? Uh, I don't think they mean, oh man, my wisdom tooth, I need to get that taken care of. They go to the dentist or they fall and break an arm or something. Uh, But the story is about trans health care. For most of her life in New Mexico, Christina Wood felt like she had to hide her identity as a transgender woman. Uh, So six years ago, she moved to Oregon. Uh, where she had readier access to the gender-affirming health care she needs to live as her authentic self. (laughs) Once there, Wood49 was able to receive certain surgeries that helped her transition, but electrolysis or permanent hair removal was not fully covered under the state's Medicaid uh, plan for low-income residents, paying out-of-pocket, ate up nearly half her monthly income, but it was critical for Wood's mental health. Maybe she ought to go find Ina Presley and just rub heads with her. Maybe whatever she has that, that she has to shave her head. And I do call her Dr. Evil. That's mean of me, I guess. I think it's funny. Plus, Honor Presley is one of the biggest uh, thugs in Congress. No regard for New England's rights. But maybe it would take this person's hair off. I don't know. I'm not a hair expert. I really am not. Uh, so it wasn't fully covered in the state's Medicaid plan for low-income residents. Paying out-of-pocket up nearly half her monthly income. But it was critical for Wood's mental health. Uh, having the facial hair or this body hair, it doesn't make me feel feminine. <laughs> really? I'm stunned by that. I am stunned, A, that a man would have body hair, facial hair, and that a woman wouldn't feel comfortable looking like a man. Yet, you are a man seeking to become a woman. A riddle inside another riddle. Inside another riddle. Interesting. Truly interesting, that is. Uh, Let me see. But that's... Uh, She said it's stressful, it causes anxiety and PTSD when you're having to live in this body that you don't feel like you should be in. Um, That is likely about to change. Oregon lawmakers, and Oregon's gone left of everybody, by the way. They've lost their damn minds. Oregon and Washington. Bigfoot's gone. Ain't no way Bigfoot's staying around there. I don't think Bigfoot, even Bigfoot, is that much of a left-winger. Um. it would expand insurance coverage for gender-affirming care to include things like facial hair removal, Adam's apple reduction surgery. I bet that's a pleasant surgery. Uh, procedures currently considered cosmetic by insurers, but as seen as critical to the mental health of transitioning women. Maybe because they're men who think they're women. Maybe those are the mental issues. I don't know. I'm not ai am not a mental health professional. Don't play one on TV. Not even on TV. But I'm just saying, use a little common sense there. Uh, The wide-ranging bill is part of a wave of legislation this year in Democratic-led states to carve out safe havens. (laughs) Safe havens amid a conservative movement that seeks to ban or limit gender-affirming care elsewhere, eliminating some rights and protections for transgender people, and even barring discussion of their existence in such such places as classrooms. Yeah, no bias in that piece, right? No bias at all uh actually these bills are they they will they they don't mind children learning things parents don't age appropriate say those two words look the left can't do it age appropriate age appropriate there's a reason those words are so important when it comes to raising children which belong to us the parents right and not the state joe biden it doesn't take a village there are our children as in the state's children. They're the parents' children. Okay? Cupcake. Uh, be right back, we're gonna have to take a very small break. And now let's get to the final story. Uh, MSN.com. Via the LGBTQ Nation. Sounds like a, a morning show on a radio, radio uh, station that's out of control uh parents there apparently according to the lgbtq nation parents are outrageously outraged over an outrage apparently that outrage is that uh colorado uh, representative lauren bobert Bober, uh, was allowed to speak to students at their school okay i'm gonna go out on a limb here if you have a child in school And a member of the House of Representatives comes to your school to talk to the kids. I don't care if they're Democrat. I don't care if they're Republican. Why would that offend you? Literally, if they come in and they talk about the job, how they got elected, what it's like, uh, you know, just educational, basic informational stuff. And to take general questions, why would that offend you? Now, if they start preaching policy, I get it. If they go overboard, I mean, if they're asked a question, they ought to be able to answer it. Uh, I don't think that's going to hurt any kids. Uh, but here's the story, again, from the LGBTQ nation. We're queer and we're here. Uh, Representative Lauren Boebert, Republican from Colorado. And darn cute, too, I gotta say that. Like many Republicans, says she strongly supports parents knowing what goes on in their kids' schools and having a say in even minor matters. When it's when it's your kid, it ain't minor. There are no minor manners, okay? There are matters. And you as a parent get to the side. Uh, so it's outrageous, apparently, that parents want to have a role in their kids. Edu- I heard for years from teachers, you know, parents, they don't show up for parent teacher day. They don't seem to care. They don't get on their kids for homework. Now that parents do care, they don't like it. I suggest my, I suggest every good teacher probably loves it, probably likes it, probably enjoys it. And yeah, I'm sure there's some parents that are just a pain in the butt. That's life. But, to, to dismiss parents being involved or having a right or a duty to be in, involved in a child's education. That's ludicrous, isn't it? It is not its to me. According to her, that is Representative Bobert, uh, parents have a right to prevent indoctrination in schools and stop their kids from being exposed to ext- extremely divisive content. Now, there have been episodes and things that should not have happened. And parents do have a right to get upset. And we're talking about teaching history, not from history text, not from history books, not from accepted history. We're teaching it as uh, ideology. We're teaching an ideological version of what history was and what America was and what America is. And too much of that is far-left-wing, race-baiting garbage, quite frankly. All the bad things about America are taught, the good things, the redemptive things, the things that America fixed. They'll teach America sins all day long, but they never, ever, ever, and far too far too uh, few times anyway, teach about the atonement that America goes through and the corrections that America has gone through and the making things better than America has gone through. So it's biased teaching. It is from the left wing. I prefer facts be taught in school. And there's some parts of history no one's ever going to know for sure what happened. There's some discussion room there. But teaching left wing ideology or right wing ideology, no, it should not happen. Uh, teach history as it happened as best you know. And have some discussion. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you have teachers kind of forcing things on students and uh, going too far and pushing things that are opinion as facts, no, that doesn't fly. Uh, But some parents here, they're actually speaking out against what they believe is extremely divisive content, okay? This content is not unifying. It is divisively divisive. And I don't like it, Mr. Mrs. Right-Winger uh apparently the congresswoman is considered extremely divisive and yes she speaks her mind and she probably goes a little too far sometimes but you know what give me that over someone who doesn't express who they really are even the left when the left's honest i love it because everyone goes oh my god they are nuts it's good sunshine is the best disinfectant uh, five parents spoke at Dolores School District RE-4A school board meeting last Thursday. Angry that Bull bear visited the school and spoke to several hundred Dolores middle and high school students without them present. <sighs> la, 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 la. Okay, well, they should have told the parents, should have made the announcement, should have made arrangements if parents wanted to be there. If they could i mean a certain time certain places are not enough room i don't have a problem with the parents wanting to be there but again it doesn't have to be a visit by a congressperson doesn't necessarily have to be political or divisive it shouldn't be unfortunately this is world we live in today everything's divisive to somebody everybody has an ox that's been gored everyone has an axe to grind Etc. 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 Now a man named Kyle. That's all we know about him. Hi, I'm Kyle. You don't need any more about me. I'm a man named Kyle. That's all. But a man named Kyle was among the parents who spoke, and he said he was mad, angry, tired, irked, pissed off, and slightly agitated. He was mad that the school had allowed a polarizing person like Bobear to our schools. Well, anybody who's into politics says polarizing things because they're going to believe certain things. Or at least if they're they're a politician, they're going to lie about some things because they're politicians. But do you expect a politician never to say anything that is, quote, polarizing? And I don't know that she did. Uh, Preferably to me, she would go and talk her job, you know, just talk about the general generalities of the job. Uh, I don't know how it happened, a man named Kyle said, but I'm here to make sure it never happens again. Yeah, whatever, Kyle. Put it back in your pants, buddy, okay? Seriously. Uh, Karens are offensive. Male Karens, which I think should be called Todd's, frankly, because every guy I've ever known named Todd was a dick. Just, I'll say it. If you're a guy and your name's Todd, you're probably a dick. Sorry, it's genetics or something. Uh, Blaber visited and spoke at the school in Dolores, Colorado on March the 15th where she allegedly told students about moral decay and how COVID-19 pandemic was used to infringe on civil liberties. She talked about the far-right Freedom Caucus. I don't think they should be called far-right. I really don't. Um... And told students that Jesus was the biggest influence in her life. Well, big deal. What if Jesus is the biggest influence? Is that wrong to talk about your religion somehow? You know, if she just said, you know, Allah's really been cool with me. I like wearing this burka, so you can only see my eyes. I bet she, she, these parents wouldn't have been offended. Um. Uh, The Durango Herald wrote an editorial about this, apparently, and when they heard about uh, Bobert referencing Jesus being the biggest influence in her life, they were outraged, outrageously outraged at the outrage. Come on, the Durango Herald wrote in a March 17th editorial about the visit, calling her a polarizing politician. This is Bobert's brand on stage in front of the students without parents present. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aren't you the folks who don't want the uh, any bill that uh, might take a pornographic book or magazine out of the school library? You don't want parents involved until you have an oxygore then you want parents involved. What they really want is parents that only think like them to be involved. That's no good, okay? It's not good. You are narrow-minded. You hear you hear the words coming out of my mouth, you're narrow-minded, okay? left-wing bigot. Uh, Uh, The Herald noted uh, the parents were informed that she would be visiting in an email sent on March the 13th, but they were told they would not be allowed to attend. The email said that Bobert would talk about her work in Congress and then highlight the unprecedented events which started the 118th session of Congress Uh, referring to how to Bo Bo Bear and several other extreme Republicans refused to vote for Representative Kevin McCarthy, a Republican of California, who's now the speaker, Uh, and holding up business in the House of Representatives for a week. One parent at the school board meeting brought up how Bo Bear's discussion with students wasn't even broadcast on Zoom. Well, if possible, it should have been so parents could watch. I, I completely agree there. It would have been easy to do, Leah, the parent, said. Uh, it would probably would have turned down the heat. Leah said that she emailed Superintendent Reese Blinko and Principal Justin Sch- Justin Schmidt several times about Mulberry's but did not get a reply. She said that she didn't have any confidence in Blinko's ability to lead the school district. Okay, well, I don't want to hear you saying anything, about parents in other states getting involved from the other side. Let's be fair. Let's be equitable here. Uh, Another speaker told the board that the nearby Montezuma-Cortez School District had the good sense to refuse to let Bobert visit. He wanted the Dolores School District to issue a statement acknowledging that they had made a mistake. Again, I don't think getting a member of Congress to come to school and have an appropriate conversation with the students, I don't think that's that's wrong, period. I don't care what party they belong to. Uh, the parent was referring to Superintendent Tom Burris of the, again, Montezuma-Cortez School District, who said that Bobert's office tried to schedule an assembly with high school and middle school students in that district, but they declined because the district was, quote, focusing energies on students in a classroom and academics. okay. Uh, Burris said he offered to give Bobert a tour of the schools instead. Uh, To me, that's fine, whatever. Another parent who introduced herself as Mary took issue with Bobert talking about Jesus with students during the visit. Uh, Christianity has been openly discussed on campus. Uh, It's called Freedom of Speech. Look it up. It's in the First Amendment. Um, The fifth parent, Molly Cooper, said that she filed a Freedom of Information Act request and found that Bobert was the only politician the school had ever invited to speak. She said that students uh, who are not white and who are LGBT were victimized by by Bobert's visit, considering her a staunch opposition to equal rights and diversity. I don't think Bobert is opposed to equal rights. She's opposed to left-wing spin of what equal rights is. She has no problem with diversity either. Conservatives don't have a problem with it. The left has a huge problem with diversity of thought or opinion or ideology and that's the bigotry here. And folks, you can go read the rest of this. Uh, There's a poll you can vote in, see if it was appropriate or not. Uh, They also ask you for money. Uh, Let me see... Uh, no they don't ask for me They ask you to rate video games or something Which is completely in tune with talking about school I don't understand that And that my friends The show That never ends uh, I just uh, Reference Emerson Lake and Palmer uh, I guess it's a What a progressive rock band How they will be uh, categorized But that's the show Thank you for listening I do appreciate you Went along but you know what? Rules were made to be broken at times. God bless you, my friends. Remember the three golden rules of life go gators. God bless America. And yes, if you're left, you just ain't right, homie. Y'all be good. Behave. I remember to avoid Bud Light. I remember that. And Chicks with Adam's Apples, stay away, guys. Stay away. There's a nasty surprise you're going to get you don't want. Uh, Y'all be good. Take care. And we will talk to you tomorrow on the Thursday edition of the Thursday edition of the Delegator Daily Thought. The Thursday edition on a Thursday? I am a rebel. Y'all be good. And God bless. Take care.